Welcome to Backdoor Cover. It's a new voice, I know. You're used to hearing Micah's high-pitched, low-pitched, all-over-the-pitch, crazy voice. Micah's not with us today, so you're getting a little bit more controlled introduction here. This is your host, Bradley B. Key, speaking on the mic. I've also got the one and only, can't miss Mitch with me. What's good, Mitch? What's happening, man? Happy Thursday, which is kind of like Friday, which means football is here. The weekend is here. Let's make some money. It's good times, man. I hadn't thought for one second about how I was going to open that that uh, show up until just now when the music started playing. I was like, oh, shit, I got to say something. <laughs> I'm not used to this. So I just kind of went on the fly. I, I appreciate the audience for uh, riding with me. Uh, my maiden voyage of introing the show. I think I did okay. I think you did fine. I'm going to work on it. All right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't do the professional wrestler shit that Micah does. So he he hypes it up. He really goes, doesn't he? he does. So anyways, he goes all out. If if you were expecting Micah's uh, energetic voice to carry you through the day, if that's what you were relying on, I feel sorry for you, and I'm sorry that that's not happening now. Micah's going to be in and out of the show here for the next maybe 10, 14 days. He's gearing up for uh, Micah's uh, wedding of the millennial millennium. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's he's got a uh, full. Full schedule for the next couple of weeks. So good for him. You know, we're happy for him. We've got a, uh, we've got you know a little less craziness. It's just gonna be me and Mitch going back and forth on this episode. We're pulling, we're picking the NFL lines. What's really happening though is the algo is giving us the lines, the value index. We're gonna make our bets based on that. Just like last week, where you're going to bet every single game uh, against the spread depending on which way the algo tells us if there's no value index we uh we just push that's right we don't we, we don't bet the next week we don't bet on it so last week there was some line movement on a couple of games the uh San Fran Seattle game that line when we did the show was two and a half mm-hmm. and then it went to three quickly and the out value index algo had uh that game winning by three so there was no value it had san fran winning 2017 so no value whatsoever so it's off the board the same thing happened with the chargers and the raiders that was a three-point spread as well so with that being said there's no value we're gonna leave it we went seven and seven last week so um 500 the algo kind of does this you'll go 500 a game of two above and then we'll have a good couple weeks so yeah we'll definitely roll with it i saw in the comment section of the algos uh instagram account people were asking hey if there's no value what do you do they asked specifically i think it was about uh chargers vegas which was another push uh on last week's uh, agenda. What's the algo's uh, Instagram account again? The handle? The value. It's the value index algo. If you find value index algo, that was our page, but we forgot our password because we're idiots and we eat too much of that early bird CBD stuff. Uh, so yeah, apologies there, but the value index algo, you'll see some new content on there. Uh, we're trying our best get the scores out there. But specifically, you know, what we were on last week, we were on the under. Uh, and that's why I like to see mm-hmm. the scores. That's why... You're talking about the uh, Chargers game? That Chargers game, yeah. We were all over the under. Uh, I think we had seven points of value, six or seven points of value. I think the total was 52. The algo had 45 points. So uh-huh. we love the under. That's what we took on that specific game just because it's Monday night. We wanted some action and uh, and there Definitely. was no value on 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 the picks. So exactly. So here's what happens: the algo picks the score. You look at the score, you add it up. If it's over, you pick the over. If it's under, you pick the under. It's that simple. There you go. So if you uh, if there is no value index uh, associated with a matchup, you could always just go with the over unders. That's it. I That's mean, it. if you That's need all, action, baby. which we all need action, I need it. I need action. These are facts. And it's kind of killing me that you know baseball season. We got playoffs, but I like betting on a game Wednesday while I'm sending out emails working. I like checking scores. That's how you be productive? I mean, yeah, I like to have a game on in the back while I'm getting... I can't do that now. And so, you mm-hmm. know, fortunately, we've got a game starting here in a little bit, but, you know, it's 3 o'clock. Day's over. I need something while I'm eating my breakfast or my smoothie. Fair. So, for, uh, yeah, for transparency's sake, we are recording this at around 2.15 p.m. Central Standard Time on Thursday afternoon. We will be picking the Thursday game. I'm going to get this podcast posted here pretty quickly. So, uh, yeah, giving you all a sense of what time we are making these picks. And if any news rolls out here between now and uh, Sunday, 
you uh, go ahead and add that grain of salt to your betting behavior. That's right. So we're, we'll, we'll post the uh, images and, and bear with us while we work with uh, the graphics. But um, we get started on uh, tonight's game. Yeah, let's get started. So we've got the Rams at the Seahawks. Actually, a pretty good matchup here. Uh, that line opened up the Rams' favor, laying one on the road, total 53. And now the Rams are laying two and a half. That total's crept up a little bit to 54. Brad, you know, I look at this. To me, this screams Rams. Mm. Like, I, I look at this and I see the Rams are the better football team. Okay. I mean, if, if it's me... I've got the algo in front of me, but for me, I'm picking the Rams here. I think the Rams are the better football team, but the algo actually has the Rams winning 28 to 27 with Seattle being a home dog of two and a half points. You're getting one and a half points of value on Seattle. Keep this in mind. Seattle eight one and two against the spread their last 11 games on Thursday night football. So if you're taking Seattle too, I buy this up to three points, thousand percent. I always want that number. Uh, the Algo says Seattle. I like the Rams on the road. I think they rebound against uh, a, a mediocre Seattle team. But So Vegas opened at uh, a one point spread to begin with. On the Rams and now it's crept out. Money's, hit, money's coming but in on the Rams. The Algo arrived at the exact same conclusion, 28. 27. Yeah, you're right. One point favorite, right? That's right. Yeah, so yeah, the Rams so. are favored. The Algo and, and Vegas seem to be fairly aligned. Whatever it was that dr- that drove that line up to minus two. Money. Money. You think it's betting behavior? It's all, it's all betting behavior, everything. I mean, so there's something to consider. Uh, I like the Rams in this spot, man. Yeah, like, I do too. I don't have a whole lot of confidence in Seattle. Um, they kind of been trick-or-treat to me. Like, they, they show up some weeks, they don't others. Their they're running back by committee is weird. Half of the time, it's it's yep. injured. I don't know who the guy is who even showed up last week. I, 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 I almost picked him up in fantasy. I was like, who is this guy? Who he play for? Uh, while it's not that important, we've talked about this multiple times, you can kind of plug and play with running backs for the most part. Uh, I think that actually it, just having some consistency in the preparation and the playing together and the camaraderie and all of that, I think that plays into it. And so Seattle's got this rotating cast in the backfield. That's just weird to me. I like the Rams here, man. And what did they have? They kind of laid an egg last week, huh? The Rams. the Rams laid an egg. Yeah. I mean, that game got away from them and a very good Arizona team. But I, I think this is one of those things where you throw out the lowest test score and you look at the median and the Rams have been really good other than one kind of shitty stinker week. I think they bounced back here. I think, uh, yeah, I feel really good actually about the Rams. Yeah. So they, I'm going they, against the algo. Yeah. We're both going against the algo. And I would say this is an underplay in, in my mind. You're, you know, not a whole ton of value. Uh, we've got 55 points on the total that, total I think is 54 so um, I do think this game does go under I I don't nearly think that these teams are going to score you know back-to-back touchdowns I see some field goals and and I think uh, this game goes under so okay so for a couple of housekeeping notes here between Thursday night football and Sunday night football what we're doing is we are going to bet with the algo. That's the plan. This we're whole betting year. on the algo. That's right. What we're doing also is making our own selections throughout the year. And so Mitch and I are going to look at how we did against the algo. Uh, just a little extra wrinkle this year is we're going to pick up, we're going to do human picks as well as computer picks uh, and just see how everybody, whatever shapes up at the end of the year. So I'd like, I'd like to think that I'm better than the algo, but I think over time the algo is just going to beat us out. The algo is your brainchild. So you know, <laughs> you have reason to think you're better. I know I'm not better, but I'm going to, I'm going to do my damnedest to beat it. So here we go. Uh, we like the Rams, but the algo likes Seattle and that's where the money be going. New York jets at Atlanta. This line opened up at the Falcons laying four and the total 44. That line is now Atlanta laying three and that totals crept up to 45 and a half. You're telling me Atlanta is favored in this game by four I mean, points at one point. Uh, yeah, and that money's coming in on the Jets now. Holy shit, on my bookie, it's down to two and a half. Wild. Okay, interesting. I'll give you this. Okay. Atlanta, one and five against the spread. Their last six games as a favorite. Um, yeah, you know, gun to the head. Uh, if I'm betting on this game, I'm probably going to take Atlanta uh, here. I I think just the Jets stink, but... Um, the algo has this as a 25 to 22 point victory in Atlanta's favor with a three point spread. 
uh, this is a um, push. A push. So no value here. It's two and a half we'll on away. my bookie. So in that instance, it would be a favor in favor of the Jets. No, it'd be no, in favor of Atlanta. Exactly. Yep, okay. So I got a lot of thoughts on this, but most of it is that I don't trust either of these teams. I don't think that that's a unique stance. The Jets actually looked pretty good in the second half last week, from what I read and from the few plays, like the highlights that they I saw. They got a decent defense. Their defense has has been good for like they've not been the worst defense in the league for a long time. Like they have talent on the defensive side they of the do. ball. They just have a shithead who runs the organization straight into the ground. Their yeah. offense is just anemic. Yeah, and their offense gives amazing starting <laughs> field position for the opposing team. Uh-huh. So uh, Wilson did less of that. I think he still threw a pick or two. Yeah, he threw a pick or two, but he played better. He's like, I guess that, that would be the expectation. You get better as you get more uh, experience. But I thought he showed some bright spots. This Atlanta team, I don't see why they're so bad. Like there's not like really a clear indicator that, oh, this is the reason why this team sucks. Like this same team two years ago was competitive. Last year they had injuries. So, I mean, they were kind of up and down. They got a new head coach that could point to some of the problems and maybe he's kind of sinking into his role. I think Atlanta starts becoming more and more competitive and is the much better team overall. I The Jets are just trash, man. Like, that's just... This is a London game, too. This isn't oh. even a home... This isn't even... A, just to let you know, this this is across the pond. Crikey. So. Or whatever those, those British fuckers say. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Okay, so that's another interesting point. So we're probably... Gonna, I said we're not going to bet on this game. We're absolutely betting on this game. Oh, yeah. It's either that or Premier League. <laughs> and what time are they kicked? Do you know? Uh, they kick off 8.30, I think, huh? Central. So 9.30. Yeah. Um, so get your bets in early. Update your fantasy lineups early if you got Atlanta, New, Je- New York. You suck if you've got either. What are you? What are you on on this? What you talk about? What? What game? Who are you picking? Oh, I'm talking right now about the Atlanta. Oh, you asking who I pick? Yeah, who are you Atlanta picking? Jets. I pick Atlanta. You're I think picking that they're Atlanta. shaping into. Okay. Four. Yeah, yeah. That's where right, I'm so at. Where are you at? We're all in Atlanta. We're on Atlanta. The algo is it, it's it, it's a it's a push. It, so it's a stay away uh, for that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Miami at Tampa Bay. Total opened up at 49 and a half. Tampa, nine and a half. That line has creeped up to Tampa land 10. Holy shit. And that total's crept down a little bit to 48. Jacoby Brissett has not been good for Miami in relief of Tua. Yeah. Uh, do we know how much longer Tua is out for? I this have is, no idea. This is a vital question to the success of the Miami Dolphins. They are missing him super bad, man. Uh, they looked like they were going to be competitive this year, and they absolutely stink without him in the lineup. Their defense, like you said, like we've said every week, really fucking good defense. Uh, is it Flores that runs that or runs the team? Yeah, I mean, he's more of a defensive-minded right. guy. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, look, everyone for some reason thinks Miami's a good football team. They have They're so much re- pieces. They have all the pieces to be good. They just need somebody who can lead them. And that well, they need quarterback together. play, and yeah. they, they just don't. They just don't have it. Um, and I really think it's their O line that's giving them massive problems. Uh, to me, you know, Miami will probably step up. I think there's a lot of points. Too many points, and I, I think this is too many points for me. I, I like Miami in the points. I do too. It's Big a, time. It's an interstate matchup. Uh, I'll take the points. Tampa has shown that you know they're beatable. Uh, and, Absolutely, and and New England, you know, in a sloppy game last week, you know, barely missed barely. a win. Yes, um, I think you know you have a rookie quarterback, and he almost beat Tom Brady. Had that and kick on, yeah. If they yeah. get a few more yards, that kick goes in. Who knows? Brady might have marched back down, got him another field goal. But in the rain, you know, what I, was the? Do you remember the yardage? It was Nick Folk kicking like a sixty-eight yarder in the it rain. Was, it was right? like fifty-five yards. Was it fifty-five? Okay. Yeah, I it thought was it was a, something it was in the sixties, and I was just like, "This is fucking insane." What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I like the move. You did. I, li- I did. I like the move okay. because you know that kick gives you a chance to go up. Mm. Right. So it's not like you needed seven. I like that move. Even if they, you know, because if they don't get it, that's a dagger. I would rather have them kick that field goal. And Folk had made like 20 something in a row, something ridiculous. So I, I, I did like that. Um, Your point do you th- about Tampa being beatable, though, like the Falcons were in the game in the third quarter versus them uh, last week. It got ugly. 
it wasn't last week, September 19th. But yes, it they, like it, it got ugly quick. The, and though. they they were uh, exposed they were against around. the Cowboys. Like they have shown a lot of weaknesses. There's chinks in the armor. I I think that's just way too many points. I'm with you. I'm right. right with Miami. What's the what's Yago got? So by the way, Miami five and zero against the spread. Their last five as a road Ooh. dog. Um, the Algo actually nailed it, just like the Jets Falcons game. Okay. Tampa wins 30 to 20. So no advantage uh, on this. This is a stay away from an algo. I like the points here. And when you say the, the score out loud, it kind of sounds right, though. 30, 30 to 20, 20 sounds about right. Right. I, like when I look at it as minus 10, I'm like, no fucking way. Right. And I hear 30, 20. I'm like, that's pretty believable. Yeah, but it could, you know, 30, 24, 30. I, I like my, I just think there's too many points here. Um, and look, Flora is being a disciple of Belichick. I, I, I'll take the points if I'm betting on this game, but we're betting the algo and uh, no dice here. Nice. Um, Tennessee at Jacksonville. This line opened up at Tennessee laying seven and a half, the total 52. That line is now Tennessee, a four, four and a half point road favorite. The total has crept down to 48 and a half. I do like the under here. I'll tell you that. Mm. Uh, what do you think about this game, man? I think we got to talk about Urban Meyer. I know everybody's been talking about Urban Meyer, but I mean, that's, you have to address the elephant in the room here. I think Jacksonville is a fucking dumpster fire. And I think he's getting fired. I do. You do? I don't think what he did is necessarily fire a fireable offense. But when you take all of the things that he has done, I think it adds up to a must-fire situation. And I think the biggest problem with him is that he's lost the respect of the locker room. I was reading a story and like he... What did he really do, though? He was at his own bar and he's... Okay, so they, they finished the game in Ohio. I saw it. The team flew back without him. He stayed. Okay. I think he owns the bar they were in. All right. This girl is is grinding on him. Right, but they wasn't get a really video. grinding. I mean, she's like in she between was his crotch in while front he's of him. You can look this up on the internet. I saw it. Yeah. She wasn't. She didn't touch him. She was leaning into him. But she, there was no body contact. She was dancing in front of him. I mean, was there an inch of space between them? Possibly, but there was, unlikely. There was, there was some space. Okay, so you take that into account. Yep. Let's, let's say that you believe him. Okay. When he told the team, well, okay, so... First of all, on Monday, he canceled practice because he had to deal with the fallout from this shit. Okay. So that's already Yikes. hindering them, right? Then he has, he calls a meeting with the team. He doesn't tell the entire team what's going on. Okay. He's too scared is what the reports say. And so he met with each individual skill group and made the announcement that this random girl, you know, was talking to him at the bar and it just kind of played out, looked worse than it was, blah, blah, blah. And one of the reports said that the players were like looking at each other like, what are you fucking serious? Right. And then when he left, they broke down laughing at him. And so like that to me, like that's an indication that the locker room has absolutely no fucking respect for you. And you can't, you're not coming back from that. Like not, they already over. didn't respect you. And now they're laughing at you while you're like having these marital, pro all sorts of shit. Like he's like, got kill the white man. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's over for him in Jacksonville. And I think that that, that team spirals for the next couple of weeks before that happens. It's a distraction. There's no question. Well, Tennessee's been up and down, and obviously, what did they do last week? They shit the fucking bed big time, didn't they? Yeah, they shit the bed. Uh, tough, tough loss against the Jets. They've looked <laughs> like two different teams at some point where you know they beat Seattle, uh, you know, and then they and then they get worked by the Jets and Zach Wilson. I think the distraction is way too much for for this team. Tennessee's a talented You're team. About the Jets. Yeah, I think Tennessee is just too talented. Look, the line opened up Tennessee a, a bigger favorite. Money's moved on to Jacksonville solely because Tennessee had a bad game. But so, I just I, I I tend to ride with Tennessee here. I think this is an easy play for me, and I think this is a I think Tennessee's absolutely going to roll. Vrabel's going to have this team uh, absolutely going. Jags zero and four against the spread as a home dog. Uh, their last four games. Um, what do you think here before I get to the algo? Yeah. So last week, the Titans. Their best receiver, his name is Jeremy McNichols. Their second best receiver, Chester Rogers. I never heard of any of these guys. All of their receivers are banged up. Julio Jones, the the whole squad is Browns. is yeah, and exactly. Yeah. So they're two starters, and really, the like worse than that. Like I don't know what string Jeremy McNichols is, but he's not your best receiver. And when he is, you're at a disadvantage because then you got to give Derrick Henry the ball 33 plus times, which they did, and. You know, he can only carry you so far. He had 157 yards and a touchdown, but you lose to the fucking Jets. So 
my hope is that they've got at least some health back in that receiving core. And, you know, at least one of those two guys gets back on the field. I, I still think even if they don't, they're going to easily cover the spread because it's just a dumpster fire in Jacksonville. It is. It's rough. Uh, the Algo, uh, which what we really care about, has Tennessee winning 26 to 20, giving you two and a half points of value on is there a variable in the algo for uh personal family life dumpster fire like is that like (laughs) an indicator there a marker there isn't wow so there isn't it's picking tennessee even without knowing that uh piece of information about every Myers. so (laughs) good to know okay cool i love that man i mean jesus uh philadelphia at carolina uh kind of interesting uh i think carolina is a great football team this line opened up at the home favorite Carolina laying four. It's now down to three. That total opened up at 46 and a half. And now I'm seeing 45, 44 and a half in most books. What do you think here? What did you say the spread was? It's three? now three. I mean, I feel great about Carolina in this spot. I think that that defense is good. I think that they, I think last week versus the Cowboys was an anomaly. I mean, the Cowboys caught fucking fire and just like, that second half ass beating was of epic proportions. Um, they couldn't stop anything, like nothing. You know, I I think that that's not indicative of that defensive unit. I think that they're much better than that. I think they let it get away from. Them. I think that they can corral Hurts um, and in that Philadelphia offense. I, I don't think that that's going to be as big of a, a task as the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are really pretty good. They're a great football um, team. They're who I've thought they were. I mean, they were. Yeah, you were on them. I disrespected the shit out of them early. I I thought the best thing going for them was the McDonald's thing uh, with from whatever. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Jones loving his salt on his McDonald's hamburgers. Like that was the biggest news headline for the Dallas Cowboys. It turns out I was wrong. So to me, I think Carolina takes care of business. Uh, I think Chuba Hubbard or Chuba Hubbard or however you say his name, the guy replacing McCaffrey, I think he gets comfortable in his role. Uh, I think they settle in. I really like Carolina, man. I like Sam I, Darnold. I love, this is Sam my lock, Darnold's tough. This man. is my lock of the week. I oh, love, you do? I love Carolina here. I absolutely love them. Uh, I think, you know, Darnold has it together. He, again, I say it every week. I think he's going to do great. They get a couple pieces back here. I think McCaffrey is back. Mm-hmm. Oh, is um, he back? I do. I do believe McCaffrey is So it don't back. even matter if Chuba, uh, Chuba, Chuba. And, and what about an incredible signing on defense and I don't know if he's going to play, <laughs> uh-huh. but uh, you know, bump and run Gilmore. Um, who knows if he plays this week, um, the new England hero. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I don't think he's healthy until week six, but um, Carolina five and zero against the spread in the last five games following a, against the spread loss. Okay. So I, I love Carolina here. The Algo has Carolina winning 28 to 20 with a three point spread. That's five points on the value index. Our steepest index so far. So far it is. And I like it, man. I'm all about that. I I think that that's a good pick, right? I love, I love this pick. Uh, It it's, it does bring up concerns when all of my logic aligns with the Algo because I know that my logic is flawed. Right. But, you know, it's got to make you feel better. Even a blind squirrel finds nuts, my friend. (laughs) That's how it goes. It's got to make you feel better. That's right. Just a little confidence booster. Man, how about Denver at Pittsburgh? This line opened up Denver laying two with a total of 41 and a half. That line is now a pick them. Seeing one Pittsburgh, seeing them favored by one in some books. That total is now crept under 40. Uh, 39 and a half. I got to think that's the lowest total that we've seen all year. Um, man, I mean, Pittsburgh is in, what's wrong with Big Ben? I mean, he's broke. He's sour milk, baby. We've already talked this through. Good he's Lord. just old, man. Yeah. I mean, he's he has reached the end of his, uh, his career. It is quite clear. I don't see how Pittsburgh can rebound against a great Denver defense. Um, this is going to be a very low scoring game. I will say that this is going to be a very low scoring. Not enough for me to take the under at 39, but please don't look at this total and say, ah, 39, I'm taking the over. <laughs> don't do that. Do not do that. I, I look, I got to air with Denver just because I think they're the better football team. 
they played, I didn't think they should be favored last week against a phenomenal Baltimore team. Um, I loved Baltimore. The Algo had Denver last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I think Denver has an opportunity to go into Pittsburgh and, and beat them up. But look, Ravens went 21, 23, seven uh, over the Broncos last week for the record there. Yeah. That was a question mark for me. And the other thing is, I think, I think Drew Locke is starting for the Broncos, in which case that is a big problem. And your points uh, estimation would be especially right. Like it's going way under if he's yeah. on the show, unless we're talking like pick six city, which is always a possibility. Uh, I think the Steelers are the better team. I think it's the quarterback is what it comes down to. And I think that Locke, whoever is quarterbacking the Broncos is going to be better than Big Ben. I don't know, man. Steelers at home is just, that's a tough task. Uh, I mean, they're 0-2 so far at home. and I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, they're they're not great. They got to they gotta bring somebody else off the bench, man. Like, Big Ben's got to go. But until he does, I think I do like the Broncos here. I, it's just, I keep on liking the Broncos because they showed they showed out the first three games, but yeah. the first three games were versus, like, varsity, junior varsity teams, the worst competition in the league. It is what it is. I guess you got to go with the Broncos until Big Ben's out of there. That's how I'm. You going. mentioned that their offensive might be starting. What 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 went? To, what's going on there from an injury perspective? Let's see, Broncos quarterback Denver eight and zero against the spread after scoring less than fifteen points the game before. So, based on those stats, we're expecting a big rebound here from Denver. Um, mm. Honestly, this game could end like fourteen to thirteen, some bullshit like that. I mean. This is bad. I, I, I like Denver. I just think they're a better football team. But I would not, I'm not betting on this game. I really am not. The first headline um, I'm seeing is Broncos quarterback Drew Locke doing good in role ahead of possible Week 5 start. So it's just up in the air, it sounds like. Uh, Teddy Tugloves may, may be busted up here a little bit, but it's a possible he'll start. If he starts, I think they roll. Honestly, I, 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 I do not like Drew Locke to play. I think he's just going to make mistakes and that'll oh, be and that absolutely. And, and, and that will be it's got to be Teddy if they're going to be decisive. Be. Uh, you need a game manager there. So um, the other thing, though, too, is the Steelers obviously don't have a good offensive line because that rookie running back they've got who was supposed to be this prolific guy. He was coming in like they were saying he had chances to be a league leader. Uh, Najee Harris, he can't get anything going. Uh, I think Big Ben dumped it off to him like 19 times in one of the most, like last week or the week before. He's like, irrelevant. Exactly. And he's Absolutely a super relevant. talent, mega talent. So there's all sorts of problems on the offensive side of the ball. I'd like, I like uh, the Broncos here. I'm with you. Algo is with us, or we're with the Algo. It has Denver winning 21 to 13. Um, Denver, the new, second week the in new row. Uh, darling of the Algo. Yeah, except last week, Denver got smoked. What what was what was the uh, predicted score? Uh, predicted score twenty one to thirteen. Mm-hmm. New England on the road in Houston. I was supposed to go to this game. Oh, yeah? with Peter the Irish guy, uh, but my Red Sox are now in the official playoffs after that incredible. When is that uh, game? That, is that Sunday. So there it's will, a walk off game, right? Is it? No, no, no. They're they're playing. They start their their playoffs series against Tampa Bay today. Oh, I, I'm, I'm behind. I thought they were playing the it's Yankees okay. for the, to play in. They, they, they already, already did. They that. already beat that. Fuck, yes. yeah. fuck yeah. the they, Yankees. They, fuck the Yankees. I'm glad, fuck you, I'm Peter. Glad, I'm glad. Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> he's actually been getting laced up all, all week um, from from all of our boys. Uh, and people have been telling him that they didn't make the playoffs. Mm. And, you know, he's saying that they didn't make the playoffs because they played this wild card playoff game. So Peter's a notorious bandwagon New York Yankees fan and people are tearing him up and now he's claiming that they made the playoffs when they lost in a playing game versus it was it was it technically it was the playoffs it's, technically it was the playoffs so I was supposed to be at the game I was looking forward to it but you're out um, I'm going to, I'm going to Fenway oh I'm you are to, I'm going to Fenway fly up Saturday what a dramatic change of plans oh dr- I mean I'm going to two terrible what one in three teams uh, <laughs> in, for, in New uh, England and Houston you, you know it, it, yeah I mean Houston or has Houston won a game? Uh, they did. They beat their. They won the first first week against Jacksonville. I think both right. te- both teams are one and three. That's because they had Tyrod. Now that they don't have Tyrod, they are in desperate trouble. But I don't think Tyrod Taylor is going to be at that much longer. They were actually kind of competent with him running the show, but competent. Yes. They were. Yeah. They were. They were competent for a and, show for a team that was a complete dumpster fire coming into the season. Like they looked 
like they could manage games. Right Davis now Mills don't. just isn't good. Let's just be honest. And Hang New England has a phenomenal defense. Um, this line opened up at New England, a road favorite of seven and a half and total 41 and a half. It's now nine and 39 and a half. Yeah, look, everything that we've seen out of New England, they really could, you know, the one and three, they could be three and one. They could be three yes. and one. They they could have beat Miami, and they should have, and they had a chance to beat the reigning Super Bowl champs, and that would have been that would have made my weekend. I was definitely very salty about that. I mm. think New England goes in, and this defense handles 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 Houston. You look at what. Uh, Bill Belichick did to Brady last week. You look what he did to Zach Wilson the week before. You look what he did um, to Tua the week before that. He has made quarterbacks' lives miserable. Davis Mills will have a front-center view of looking at Bill Belichick's defense. He's going to be so confused. He's not going to have any idea what's going on. New England by a billion. This is where Belichick comes into play the most. When there is a significant weakness on a team he knows how to strategize and pick at that weakness and expose that weakness and show it for what it is and it just so happens davis mills is the biggest weakness in the nfl i would say at this point like there is not a worse quarterback in the league except for maybe big ben <laughs> and you know it's just is what it is like houston's not going to be able to move the ball new england goes in there and rolls we said this last year didn't we or was it two years ago when you guys went to the game it must have been two years yeah when uh, it you was last Pete year went? It was last year during COVID. Oh, they played in Houston last year too. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's right. So we were hot on them then. We was wrong, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Well, we this don't year. have Cam Newton, so I, I really, <laughs> I really, I really think New England rolls. Uh, rolls so what's on the Algo got? The Algo has New England winning twenty five to thirteen. So a twelve point margin with a nine point spread. You're getting three points of value. Cool. Texans one and six against the spread in their last seven games in October. Mm. I mean, they just suck. They stank. The fact that it's October doesn't make it make them less stinky. They just. They're a terrible football team. I mean, yeah, they had Deshaun Watson the last time they were in October, too. So, whatever. Detroit at Minnesota. Line opened up Minnesota laying eight, total 48 and a half. That line's creeped up a little bit in favor of the over to 49. And money's coming in on the Vikes. That line's up to nine, nine and a half. I'm actually seeing 10 in some places. So you're definitely getting a lot of action on Minnesota. Man, I don't know. This seems like a little bit too many points. Uh, and and look, Detroit, you know, this is Jared Goff still. And Goff <laughs> is just, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know who he is. Sometimes he's Goff and sometimes he's Goff. And which, what that means is you don't know what you're getting. But he's not a terrible quarterback. I mean, there's a lot worse you could do. Certainly. And Detroit, he's good unless you pressure him, and then he's in big trouble. Like Detroit's, he doesn't deal with that. Detroit's defense did just did not show up last week against Chicago uh, at all. I love Detroit last week. I thought you know the Algo had them winning outright. Mm-hmm. Um, they just didn't show up. I mean, they played very very badly. Fields had a pretty uh, good game. Fields had a good game. Although uh, you know one of the stats I said last week, Detroit was one and three, one three and one against the spread versus Chicago in their last five. And mm, that, that played that, out. That played out. Yeah. Well, now they're one and four against the spread. Another division game. I think nine and a half points is too many here. Agreed. Um, so we know, ride in Detroit. I'm riding Detroit. Uh, the Algo has Minnesota winning 25 to 18, seven point margin with a nine and a half, 10 point spread. You're getting two and a half to three points of value on Detroit. I kind of uh, like that though. I do too. Yeah. Lions, by the way, four and no against the spread. After allowing 350 yards <laughs> or more of passing the previous game. So we're saying their defense gets their shit together and um, we'll see how they do. I think I think this is an inner um, division matchup yeah. and Detroit will hang around, maybe get a backdoor cover here. Minnesota's probably going to be in control for a while. I feel like and a lot more of the betting public will continue to pour in on Minnesota. Like I, that could, line could continue to move and just make our. It more in favor of, of the Detroit pick. We'll see. I like Detroit as well. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I love the pick. I mean, uh, do you ever love betting on Detroit? Probably no, not, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel I good. I like them in this spot. It doesn't feel great. What we got next? Uh, 
I'm very excited. This has got to be the afternoon matchup mm-hmm. uh, that we all want to see mm-hmm. and potential uh, AFC finals preview with Cleveland on the road at the Chargers. This total opened up at 50 and a half and the Chargers a pick them. It's now Chargers laying two. That line's crept down to 47, 46 and a half. Mm. I'm seeing in some books. Man, I mean, what else do you need to see from Baker? I mean, they're they're rolling. They look great. The running backs are still the the, the two monster, two-headed monster running backs. Kareem Hunt actually looks kind of better than Chubb lately, but that swings on a week-to-week basis. Chubb come out and rip him this week if he needs to. So this is a really good matchup. It's been a long time since we we said, wow, great matchup between Cleveland and, and the Chargers. Wow. But they both are fucking good, man. And I, I really like... Uh, Herbert for the Chargers. I think Cleveland's just regular season wise. I think Cleveland is just consistent. I think you can count on the run. I think you count on the defense. I think that they will every week in week out, go out and play good football. And I think that they cover here. I think they, uh, you like Cleveland here. Yeah, I do. They're the dogs, aren't they? They are. They are two point dogs. Okay. So I I like Cleveland straight up. Uh, where are you at? I love the Chargers, man. I've seen enough from from them and, and Herbert, and I really think they're special. The defense is just getting going. And what I see is Baker really hasn't faced a, a very tough test a defensive line, and he's going to face one. And I think it's going to force him to make some really bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think the Chargers are absolutely going to come away with this victory. Interesting. Um, I like the Chargers. I think they they easily cover the spread at home. Uh, this will back me up to the Chargers. They're 5-0-1 in their last six against the spread in October. So these guys do very well in that California October weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do t- side with the Algo. The Algo has the Chargers winning 25-22. to So for... Backers that are looking for an advantage on the total, um, that number is actually so Algo's right, right on with that forty chargers. Okay, yep. I mean, the other thing is like they always talk about uh, the road team in uh, Los Angeles when they're playing the Chargers being like equally balanced in terms of crowd participation. I can't see there being twenty five, thirty thousand Browns fans in Los Angeles. So that factor seems to be out the window for me as well. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, the, the biggest thing is, can that defensive line and Cleveland's defensive unit has been phenomenal? Can, mm. can they actually stop the Chargers? So uh, we'll see about that. Cool. Uh, we got the Chicago Bears on the road in Las Vegas. That total opened up at 45. Las Vegas, the seven-point favorite, now down to five, five and a half in most books. And that total has really kind of stayed around the same slight movement towards the under at 44 and a half, 44 in some books. Mm. Where are you feeling? How do you feel about this? I don't think that's enough points, man. I think the Chicago Bears are not obviously good. I think they had a, a decent week last week, but I don't think that that's any indication of long-term success. Uh, like we just said a few week, a few uh, picks ago, even a blind... Squirrel finds nuts. Yep. Uh, I think the Raiders are are the the easy pick here. Where, where are you at with it? Yeah. I got I him mean, at five it, and a half it, here. It looks like that, but I got to tell you, the way that the, the line movement here, that's a concern for mm. Raiders backers. Uh, I think Chicago's defense is, you know, they needed Detroit. I think any time that you're in that NFC Central and you're not feeling good about your play. You mm-hmm. play Detroit, and, <laughs> and then you feel a little better. and you feel better. Yeah. And I think that game did what Chicago's defense needed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Mac is in. I think he's questionable. That's a big component. Absolutely. Um, I think I think there could be problems, but I got to tell you, yeah. At, at, with all that being said, I'm going to ride with the Raiders here. Uh, the Bears are 8-0 and against the spread in their last eight games with a team that has a winning home record. That's not good. Um, the Algo has the Raiders winning 22-19. to mm. Five-and-a-half point spread gives you two-and-a-half points of advantage on the Bears. So the Algo is on the Bears. I'm on the Raiders. Same. Interesting. 
Okay. Next one. We've got San Francisco on the road at Arizona. That line opened up at Arizona laying two and a half and 52 and a half. It's now seeing a lot of money move on Arizona up to five and 50 on the total. What do you think about this? Man, Arizona is really becoming a public favorite. It seems like they've clearly taken the driver's seat in the division. Uh, They came out and beat the Rams last week. Really impressive win. Uh, Was it in SoFi? I think it was. Yeah. So, I mean, the Rams were the darlings of that division, and they went up and dethroned them. Now they've got San Fran. I mean, I think that they put a bow on it here and beat them. Five points is too many to me, though. Well, I think it's too many. I'm I'm torn on the the amount of points, but I think that the Cardinals do get the win here. Where are you at? Yeah, I kind of see a, a game that San Fran's defense steps up, mm. where we saw when they played the Eagles, mm-hmm. and you know it was a very low scoring game. I think San Fran. This is all about San Fran's defensive yeah. play, and I think they're going to hold uh, Kyler in check. And contain him and stay within a score. So I think this is just too many points uh, for this game. The, you know, no question about Arizona's talent. Right. Um, but I see a three-point game. I and, think and, uh, you know, Trey Vegas, Lance may be playing quarterback for them this week. That, 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 that might be. And he that, adds a, a, a layer, a wrinkle to that offense that's dynamic. Is as it fun. a layer or a wrinkle? It's a wrinkled layer. Okay. And the motherfucker can run. Okay, so and that's I think a good that thing. Changes so it's just wrinkle good? This is a positive wrinkle. It's a positive wrinkle. See, this throws the Arizona Cardinals okay. off balance. Got it. So now this wrinkly shit got them off balance. I think that that's interesting. I, I think that helps because San Francisco's offense has been really pretty pretty bad and they just need some some sort of difference maker something to balance out the scales because their defense is is fucking good i like san francisco to cover here i'm interested to see trey lance he could shit the bed he's a rookie it is what it is but that's where i'm at road team seven two and one against the spread the last 10 meetings i also like san francisco uh the algo like san francisco as well having arizona winning 28 to 24 Four-point margin, you're getting one-and-a-half points of value. I'm glad we talked uh, that one five out. Five and a half. I, I, I like San Fran. I, yeah. I don't love it, but I just think this is going to be a close game. I really do. I feel comfortable putting my money on it. The New York Giants on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm actually kind of baffled when I look at this line because this opened up at eight-and-a-half, and total was 49-and-a-half. It's now 52, and... Money's coming in the Giants. The D- Dallas Cowboys are only laying seven points. I, you know, from everything that I've seen against the Cowboys, this to me just seems like an absolute rout. <laughs> what am I missing? I, that's what, that is the same question I'm asking. I mean, if they light the Carolina defense on fire, what do you think they're going to do to this New York Giants defense? Like, just steamroll dumpster fire this shit. Uh, Dallas is at home, right? Yeah, I've got that right. Dallas is at home. They've... Covered their last four games uh, against good, the spread. Man. They yeah. look phenomenal. The defense uh, looks surprisingly good, yeah. I mean, last week was the only week that we were against them. I liked Carolina. I didn't like them to win. I just liked them to cover. Mm. Um, man, this, uh, yeah, to me, this just screams Dallas. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm on Dallas here. Same. What's the algo got? 31 to 23. So you're getting one point of value on Dallas, which is very, inter- which is very interesting because you think about this. The algo's very in tune to Vegas, I'll tell you this week. Yeah. Um, I mean, our data is obviously very similar. We're, we're util- the, the numbers yeah. don't... They, the they data don't, is the data. The data is the data. Um, you know, the opening line on that was Dallas laying eight and a half. Mm. And, and that's that. And, and we had 31-23. That's an eight-point victory. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we like Dallas. Money's coming in the Giants. I'm so glad that y'all go to inside with the Giants and make us bet on them. Yeah, I don't want to bet on them. I, could, I wouldn't have been good with that. Okay, who's next? This is a phenomenal game. Ooh. I mean, this... This this one got you going? This is incredible. Okay. You've got Buffalo on the road at Kansas City. This line opened up at 56.5 on the total. Has not moved at all. Kansas City was laying four off the initial opening line. And now I'm seeing two and a half. That's what I'm seeing, And too. even three... Uh, KC favored here. I mean, this this should be fireworks. I mean, all the offense you could possibly want 
in one stadium. Uh, the KC's just baffles me. If they can't stop the run, they are in trouble. And people have just been running all over that ass uh, the entire season. Buffalo's got a two-headed monster there. They're not the mo- they're not premium running backs, but they're two pretty damn good running backs. Look, man, my my boy, yep. the motor from FAU. Who, That's right. Who, um, they're a good football team. Yeah. I mean, they got running backs, but what they got even better is a quarterback and a receiving core that is just out of this world good. That does that just basically is a wash, essentially, because Casey obviously has a quite the high-powered offense as well. It comes down to defense, and Buffalo's is significantly better. Now we've got Kansas City at home. It's one of the toughest places to play in the league. All of these factors are floating around. I like Buffalo, man. That's my initial feel. Like my uh, yeah, my impulse buy is is on Buffalo. Two and a half points is good. Where are you at? Man, I just think, look, if you compare the offenses, I look at the offenses. Kansas City, you know, yeah. obviously has a better offense on paper. But when you, uh, when you actually look at the number behind that, um, I think Buffalo can keep up with them. Me and, too. you know, Kansas City's defense is, is an absolute sieve. I mean, you've got teams that have been scoring at will on KC, and I think that's problematic. So I give the advantage to Buffalo's defense mm-hmm. here. Um, and the data actually shows that, you know, Buffalo, I think Buffalo is one of the best defenses in the league. The yeah. Chiefs I mean, are, they've been putting up zeros on people for like, they've had multiple yeah, weeks. Granted, of, they haven't played the best, the best competition. But it, right, and we saw, you know, and, and that Pittsburgh game still blows my mind. I don't know what happened there. But look, the Chiefs are one and seven against the spread their last eight home games. Mm. I, I like Buffalo here. I really do. I actually think you sprinkle some money on the Ooh. money line. Mm. I really like Buffalo. I think that they can come away with a victory. Me too. And Josh Allen, you know, he can run the ball. I think that poses additional problems for Kansas City's defense. I don't think they have an answer. I don't think they have an answer. And this is going to be one of those games where who has the ball last. Okay. And, and you know, we're going to see back and forth, back and forth. Um, the Algo has Buffalo winning outright 31 to 24. You're getting nine and a half points of oh. value. That is the highest this week. So it's saying basically buff is a lock. Who'd you say you were riding with, Buffalo? Yeah, I'm riding right. with Buffalo. Okay, I'm making sure I got the notes here so we can uh, we can track our performance. But I feel really good about this one. Nine that the the algo has gone way over where I thought it would have come in at, but it doesn't have the same uh, whatever feels for Kansas City that we've had because of the last couple of years of performance. It just looks at this year, and this year is it's pretty clear. It's so, very clear. Their defense, unless something drastically happens on defense. Uh, and Josh Allen, you know, loses an arm. Um, <laughs> really, it's a I, leg. I really think it's that run defense is so shitty. And Josh Allen can run, man. And he can. It's gonna be a problem. He okay. can. Who else we got? Well, our last game of the week. This oh, is Monday geez. Night Football. We're flying through this. It's there just me and you, Ben. This week, me huh? and you, we're flying. You know, it's a little more efficient. It is way more efficient. Last we don't game. Have to sit there and listen to Peter's rant, although it's fun <laughs> to have this guy on here. Well, you don't have to talk about Micah being like, well, I think this, but then I'm going to predict that there's a field and goal, then but disappears. then he might do this. Yeah, and then he just falls off. Yeah, because yeah. he's he's calling on his AOL dial-up bullshit. That's right. So we got Indianapolis at Baltimore. The total opened up at 49 and a half. Baltimore was laying six and a half. It's now seven. Haven't hasn't moved all that much, but saw a four point movement towards the under at forty five and a half now. So money coming in on the under here. Um, look, Baltimore, they're a great football team. They're going to be in the hunt. I think Lamar Jackson, what they did last week in Mile High, mm-hmm. you know, I expected that. They're a good football team, um, and he's not just by himself. It just doesn't matter who's their running back because Lamar Jackson is their running back. That is the strangest thing about that team is that injuries don't seem to matter to them. They're competitive regardless. I guess that as long as they've got Jackson playing quarterback, they're going to be all right. Defense is, is it's always been a unit. It'll continue to be a unit. They got the best kicker in the league and Justin Tucker. I like Indy in this spot though, for whatever reason, I think that they're coming into form. I saw Jonathan Taylor had a really good week. Finally, after having shitty ass weeks for how many, I, I don't even know. Every single week before. Uh, Carson Wentz didn't play bad. No picks. 24 for 32, 228, two touchdowns, and a 27 to 17 win over the Miami 
Uh, Dolphins, Jacoby Brissett stinks. But that's besides the point. I like Indy in this spot, and I think that's too many points. Where are I you think, at? I think it's just too many points, Agreed. too. I, I see this as a three, a four-point game at most. Um, Baltimore could very well be ahead, and you know, Indy grabs a touchdown in the last few minutes of the game, mm-hmm. and they end up covering. So I could see, you know... Um, Baltimore being up and feeling really good about that game and then Indy kind of backdooring. Uh, so I, I'm going to ride with Indy just because I think it's too many points. Uh, they play in the same uh, uh, division. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Algo uh, will side with us. Nice. Baltimore winning 25-21, four-point margin, and you're getting three points of value. Baltimore 6-0, 6-0 against the spread their last six home games versus teams with a losing record. So, nice. according to that, Baltimore would, would absolutely throttle uh, <laughs> here. Right. Um, we're on Indianapolis. Uh, not so nice. Hey, before we go, you mentioned it earlier. Early Bird CBD. Check them out. Supporting sponsor of this podcast. They're everything. They're the lifeblood of this podcast. We love them. Mitch is eating early birds like it's going out of goddamn style. You know, it's midday. It's good for you it's, not to eat in the middle of the day because this shit gets you fucked up. It's, it's got THC in it. You'll fail a drug test if you eat this. Just be warned. That's a good thing because we're here to party, and so are you. And you should go to earlybirdcbd.com backslash BDC. You get 20% off your order, your first order specifically. That's a good deal. Go check I like that they out. Taste, they taste great. Can you believe I reeled off that, that uh, URL that was, just that, like that? That was impressive. That's top of mind because I love Early Bird. They're my boys. They'll be your boys too if you go check them out. I really highly recommend them. Uh, good flavors, good product. It's it's consistent in every single batch. You're not going to get your ups and downs. And some, some batches make you really fucked up. Some make you not so much. It's always consistent. It's a great product. It's a good group of dudes. They're out of here in Austin, so they're local. They got it all going for them, man. It's a company that we are very happy to be partnered with and will look forward to partnering with for a long time in the future. So shouts to our boys at Early Bird. Go check them out. Earlybirdcbd.com backslash BDC, 20% off your first order. Do it. We would appreciate you so much. You got anything else you want to cover before we hop? Just give us a follow, and uh, thank you for your support. Let's make some money. Boom. Let's play it out. It's a good midday pod. Thanks, Mitch. Really appreciate you. As I said, Michael will be in and out. Uh, and yeah, we will hopefully get you another episode about college football here later this week. Uh, without further ado, thanks for listening. Mm, bye-bye. <laughs>